0: My guest at this time, that's what you're supposed to say, my guest at this time, is not just anyone, it is someone who has endured and has excelled to the greatest heights of their career recently with Impact Wrestling, absolutely one of the best bell-to-bell performers in the world right now in pro wrestling, the Impact Wrestling World Champion, Alex Shelley. Alex, how are you doing? Good, how are you? How does it feel to be a world champion at this stage of your career? Because you've been in the game, like, what, over 20 years now? Uh
1: yeah, so let's see. Uh, I debuted March 2nd 2002, so 21 years. Yep. Uh as far as how it feels to be a champion, I get asked that all the time and the answer is always the same. It doesn't feel any different. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because I was working so hard for almost 2 years leading up to that moment and I knew what I was getting into. Had a schedule already booked out after I either won or lost the championship that you just put your nose to the grind so you don't let up. And if you don't take your foot off the gas, then really nothing changes, right? Like, you know, it was going to be a lot of work if you wanted it. Anyways, that's what you signed up for.
0: Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about this. And you and I had a conversation recently, a big media call and the note of endurance came up. <laughs> you are a part of impact wrestling, a brand that has endured so many different changes in the industry, whether it be the channel it airs on the ownership of it. Some of the branding has been a part of it, but you've been a part of for some people. Back to the mid 2000s at this point, a tag team performer, an X division performer. How much has endurance been a part of your career and impact wrestling as a whole? Because I think it's probably one of the most enduring brands right now in pro wrestling. Oh, I would say so. I mean, if you consider that they've
1: been going on over 20 years, you know, so many companies leave an imprint on the business, but they're not around for even 10 years. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, It's impressive. Uh, I wasn't there for most of these different regime changes, but I've heard tale of them. And for me, one of the most important things that I found in pro wrestling in my own career, but also other people's careers too, just watching them is consistency. You theoretically want to be in a place long enough to leave an imprint or grow uh, in some way, shape or form. And to have the rug pulled out from under them repeatedly, as impact was with, Whether or not they're going to be on this channel or that channel or this person's in charge or this person's paying the bills and to be able to put out a quality product, that's not easy to do. So I think it's very much a case where you have to give a lot of people their flowers, all the people who have stuck with it and work their best to make sure that this product is still around and still basically giving people a place to work and and giving such a great product too. I think the in-ring product and impact right now is like stronger than it's ever been. Honestly, if you look at these cards up and down, um, Mm. because it's turned into very much a wrestling product, hasn't it? Yeah, Like it's, it's, making it's in uh, impact, no pun intended or, or its presence felt because the matches are long and they're hard hitting and they're giving people a chance to do what they do best. And I think that's really cool. Ultimately. I think that's what a lot of like wrestling fans want to some extent. Uh, for me personally though, it's tough, right? Like to be doing something for 20 years, that's not objectively based, but is subjectively based in terms of what chances you're given or whether or not you're successful. Um, If I'm an engineer and I do certain things in my job consistently every year, then I will be promoted and I will get raises and I can work my way up the corporate ladder, right? Like you can go here, 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 just by doing the things you're supposed to do. In wrestling, there's no set of rules like that, right? It's just too undulating. It's too fluid. So you basically just have to figure out what makes you love it? And if you love it, then you can stick with it and you can kind of suffer through some things. You can understand that maybe it's just not my time right now, or maybe I'm not always the one that's going to be special, but you have to have that basic enjoyment of it more than anything else. And it took me a long time, but I found that And once I really, really found that. And once I understood that being able to wrestle, this is a gift. This is a privilege. It's not a job. It's not a duty. It's not something anybody has to do, but mm. this is we choose to do. Once I wrapped my head around that and kind of opened my heart to it, that was when I really started to succeed a lot more in wrestling. And that's just been the past few years that I really took that mindset.
0: I love that perspective. I love that perspective that you have on it. You know I mean? uh, I love that. That's awesome. So let's talk about this. Multiverse United, you've said this is a dream match. You're getting it with inarguably one of the greatest wrestlers of his generation, the man who resurrected New Japan Pro Wrestling in the eyes of many, many people. Uh, This is the ultimate, I think, impact versus New Japan match that that could be put together. And it is you versus the ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi here, coming up on the 20th here in just a few days. What is your feeling a few days out? I know you are a student of the game with New Japan. You've expressed that this is a big match for you. How do you feel going into this with Tanahashi?
1: I think it's a big match because... He just means so much to me. Um, not to sound weird or corny, but you mentioned it, right? Like you said it. He resurrected New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I'm glad you said it so I didn't have to. But I was there. Like I saw it happen. I was there in 2009 when he beat uh, Mudo, right? Like mm-hmm. at the Dome. That was our New Japan debut, the Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, I came back a few years later when he was like rebuilding the company, Uh, when he made a star out of Okada, when his feud with Shinsuke was kind of like on top. And they were just leading the league when Shibata came back, all these things. And I said this before in media, too, but I just saw how he acted in the ring, but also outside it. And he was a champion in every sense of the word. Uh, I don't have enough time to sit here and like list all the things I've seen him do, but like he cared for everybody in that company to some extent. And I was on the apron. I teamed with Tana so many times that I was able to just like watch greatness in front of me. And he led by example, like not just his wrestling, although his wrestling. Yes. Like I learned so much just watching him and teaming with him. I never touched him, not in new Japan. At least I did wrestle him in TNA in 2008, but, I saw what he did outside the ring that made him a champion, like what he had to do to maintain that spot too. So he's actually somebody who I've thought of a lot more like the past, maybe three months, four months when I knew I had my championship match coming up, I thought, well, if I win this, then what does a champion do? Like, how is this going to be different? And he was Mm -hmm. the first person that jumped into my mind. Then after I won it, I found myself thinking so many times, like what would Tana do in this situation? Because he's a surefire hall of famer. And I think he's somebody who absolutely changed pro wrestling. He definitely changed it for me on a personal level too. So yeah, it's a dream match in a sense like, okay, you have two guys who kind of make up the identities of their companies. But for me personally, it's like, how often do you get to wrestle somebody who was a mentor to you? Um, How often do you get to wrestle somebody who, again, like literally reinvented Japanese pro wrestling? So in that way, shape, and form, and like, I'm in there with somebody who's, I'll say this, he's actively better than me. Like, hes mm-hmm. he's been in this situation more than I have. What can I learn from this? You know, like, I'm looking forward to it in a sense, like, I'm going in there, and I'm, like, again, the underdog, right? Like, I was against Aldis. I was against Macklin. I am here, too. Like, he could easily beat me. He could easily take this belt back to New Japan. Like, Impact and New Japan have a working agreement. This is not impossible. So... It's just such a sublime match. There's no other way I can put it.
0: If you win this match, what does that mean to you?
1: It at least means I've probably earned Tanahashi's respect, which I think is probably like the most important victory here. Like holding onto the belt is very, very important. Uh, But to make sure that Tana gets in the ring with me and just thinks, okay, yeah he's really great he's a champion that to me is as important as a championship
0: Mm a lot to deal with there uh so you are the impact wrestling world champion for you in the history of impact who were your favorite champions to perform with or be on that main stage with now that you get to carry the title because there's so many great names that have held the title before you
1: right i think the one that jumps out initially at least was i was there when christian cage won the belt and christian was somebody who helped me out a bit when i was there with him um quite a bit really we wrestled each other we wrestled with each other too um and again like seeing his work ethic he's like another guy who just kind of rubbed off on me that way and then not too long after that kurt came in and Mm. like kurt was just different man just built different and i saw like this is what a world-class athlete does. Like that was what I took away from him. Just kind of seeing how he did everything. Um, I think as far as like generational peers or like somebody that I considered a big brother directly and somebody that I was around so much for so long, uh, seeing AJ with the belt was always something that I kind of like stepped back. and like, I, I could be there one day, maybe. Right. Like, cause AJ always believed in me and was always a supporter of mine, but seeing AJ who, again, he's just like, an anomaly he's an aberrant he's one in a million um but seeing how he carried the championship all three of those guys were very very different champions and i learned something from all of them
0: Incredible. Once again, August 20th, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Multiverse United. That is this weekend. You get all the info at Impact Wrestling as well. They're going to be in Toronto at the Rebel Entertainment Center coming up the following weekend, that last weekend of August. Go get your tickets and all the info at impactwrestling.com. I do want to step a little bit out of the ring. Years ago, I interviewed you just as you were coming back to pro wrestling (laughs) and you were away from it for some period of time. Ah, uh, pursuing a career, kind of almost like a side pursuit in healthcare. How much has that influenced your career working in the health industry outside of wrestling, and then getting into wrestling, which is a pretty you know violent and physically taxing world?
1: I learned a couple things, and I'll tell you what they are. Um, I worked in physical therapy for four years. I had to step away for about a year to do clinical rotations. Uh, the entirety of my career in Ring of Honor from 2015 to 2018, I was in medical school. And uh, what I learned was I used to think pro wrestling was so damaging to people, so damaging. And it is, there's no doubt about that. But I worked in physical medicine for four years. You have to remember, I saw a lot of things. What I realized pro wrestling isn't necessarily damaging to the body. It's life that's damaging to the body. And I've seen Mm. people so much worse off than any pro wrestler, just because they were in the wrong place at the right time. Right. They were, Maybe walking down a sidewalk when I'm talking like weird things will happen, right? Like a car veers off the road, hits a boom! Like you couldn't recreate that if you wanted to. Or they slipped and fell on ice and then just shattered their leg, right? And like now they walk with a limp permanently. So there's always inherent risk. And I think that gave me new respect for pro wrestling on the whole, like this, again, as I mentioned before, is not something that we have to do. It's something that we opt to do. And to be able to do it is something that there's somebody out there who would give everything they have to just attempt, right? Like so many people dream about being wrestlers and we get to do it for a living. I will never take that for granted again. The other thing I realized too, is that You have to understand everybody's at a different point in their life. And I know this is more abstract, but you never know what somebody's going through. And I would work with people multiple times uh, throughout the course of a week, and they would perform very, very differently. So the same can be said for pro wrestlers. You expect a certain standard, like me versus Tanahashi. You already have something in your mind that you have projected, right, in your subconscious. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's, I think, important to understand, too, especially with these guys who are doing it full time so frequently. Like there's so many other factors that can influence athletic performance that it's just profound to think about the ability of pro wrestlers to reciprocate over and over again and just recreate what they do on a night to night basis. And I I think that's just so spectacular and it gave me new respect for wrestlers like Tanahashi, honestly.
0: How many, how many wrestlers are asking you to help them out? I, hey man, I know you're the physical therapy guy. Can you give me a stretch here? Can you oh help me out with this? How many people it's, hitting you up? You have the world championship. Like, can you put that down for a second? Just make sure oh my ankle's dude. working right.
1: There's so many. Actually, I just started doing online coaching for nutrition and training because I realize there's so many wrestlers out there who uh don't do the right things, even though they started to at one point or mm-hmm. they do some of the right things. Um, but at the same time, like that's something I've find intriguing as a pastime and I've got enough certifications and education to back that up but oftentimes when people come to me and it's like hey this happened to me and it's really sore can you check it out it's too late right like this is acute right it's going to be sore for a long time I do get some people though who want to fix themselves or ask for some correctives and I'm pretty good there I've helped out a couple people like that too but um yeah I'd say every show there's not a there's not a single show I go to these days where I'm not asked some sort of question like that
0: Dr. Chris Hill is with us. I don't know if I can call you doctor yet. No, I'm- uh, <laughs> we're not there yet. Uh, once again, Multiverse United is going to be streaming on Fight. Get all the info at ImpactWrestling.com. That is going to be in Philadelphia on August 20th. The following week, on the 27th and the 28th, they'll do Emergence with a live event. You can get as well through ImpactWrestling.com and all the different platforms they're going to be streaming on. And of course, check out Impact Wrestling every single week a lot of great content on their youtube if you're like oh i wear a watch you can get it on all these different platforms so definitely go check it out impactwrestling.com alex thank you so much for the time thank you thank you so appreciate it man always a pleasure always a pleasure thank you ross appreciate it man thanks guys have a good one